What's up, scripties? <laughs> that's our fan club? That, that yeah, that's like, you know, the podcast yeah, people yeah, yeah. have. Uh, <laughs> smart, is it Smarties on Smartlist? What's up, Smarties? Hey, uh, Smartlist oh, is brought to you by... I'm, I'll pull it today. Oh, okay. All right. Well, All right. Fucking get weird. Hello, and welcome to the Blue Sky Podcast. Uh, I am Adil. And I'm Jono. And uh, today you're going to get to see us or hear us write a script. Yes, as you will every single week indefinitely until uh, something terrible happens or we until we like make each it other. Bi- until we make it big and we forget all about you guys. Yeah. And then we just... that's the goal. <laughs> we hire AI proxies to do our yeah, job, yeah, which yeah. AI could technically do our job. We are ChatGPT. We, yeah, yeah, we talked about this. Life. Basically, we get a prompt like, like ChatGPT Chat would... And our goal is in the in the episode is to write a short film script. So the prompt really dictates what the script is gonna be about in a way, because it's usually genres like film genres. Um, and then you get to see us blue sky. If you're not watching the video, I'm doing air quotes blue sky because blue sky is the part of the writing process where you get to just throw ideas at the wall and kind of stumble upon a script and you stumble upon that one idea that kind of ignites the fire and you're like, okay, this is our North star. Let's start heading towards it and write, write this script. Um, Budget doesn't matter. We get to do yeah, doesn't oh matter. We can just do whatever. We're just literally, we're writing a script as if we had unlimited funds. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So, and then we perform it for you in the style of a radio drama. So it's a, it's a fun packed sort mm-hmm. of thing that we're mm-hmm. doing. Uh, so to find out what we're going to write about today, let's go to the first section, which is... The prompt. Okay, so normally I reach into the Forsaken Green Bowl, but today Adil decided that he is power hungry and he wants to do it for <laughs> once. So uh, <laughs> Make it about me. All right, so this bowl has... Uh, how many do we do? Five each, right? Five yeah. each. Five for, genres each. Me. For a total of ten. Yes. For those who are bad five. at math. Yeah. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, I'm, and again, we both wrote different film genres that we might've overlapped. We'll see. And I am going to, are you, are you right enthusiast? I'm right hand enthusiast. We're like, I like right now I was about to pick it from my left hand. I'm like, no, I'm going to use my right hand. You to say pick enthusiast? It. I'm a right hand enthusiast. Is that so like, it's just, if like, you just have to be enthused about what hand your, your dominant hand is. Like, okay. So like, <laughs> I actually like my left way better. So I identify as a left-handed person. I'm way more enthusiastic about that. But me, I'm I'm right dominant. I am, uh, in in your words, enthusiastic. But because right right dominant is just like, what are you, right? But then I go out of my way to do things with my right hand. (laughs) (laughs) Does that sound stupid? I think that makes sense. No? I'm just trying to find a silly thing to say that that backs it. I mean, yes, yes, but like you're saying the same thing twice. <laughs> right hand enthusiast. I'm, I'm right dominant, oh, but, but like I'm... I like using my right hand more. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't get me, John. You don't get me, man. I'm sorry. Like if I'm like in a, entering a room and the switch, the light switch is on my left side, I don't just flick it with my left hand. I will turn my body a bit to flip, go the inconvenient way, ah. go out of my way to use my right hand to flip it on. You could say. That your right side is dominant. Yeah. Okay. Fine. <laughs> Enthusiast just sounds like it's voluntary. It's way more fun. It's voluntary. Say, it's way more fun to say. Yeah. Because well. dominance, like, I have to do it. Vol- like, um, Enthusiast is like, I choose. Yeah. To- there's consent involved. Yes. I'm yeah. like right hand. You are not a. Yeah. You are not uh, like uh, you know, um, beholden to your. Yeah. I have to use it. No. 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 It's like yeah. I want to use yeah. my right hand. Oh, I picked it while we were talking. And now you beholden a prompt. 
It's yours. You son of a bitch. Oh, no. <laughs> the prompt today is medieval... Me, medieval... Medieval, medieval adventure, adventure fantasy. fantasy. Nice. I've been thinking about that one for a while. That one's been in there. The oh, you've actually couple. put it a couple I've, times. I've had a couple of those in there because I don't know. There's something kind of cool about like uh, that era and that sort of Game of Thronesy kind of environment and uh, like what kind of crazy shit happened back then, you know? Right. So, okay. That's good that you started with that because I'm so I am this is the genre that i watched the least mm. so i've I, game of thrones never finished it uh lord of the rings i i barely watched it my friend forced me to watch it and i was like all right these are cool i guess they, they just it just doesn't get to me you know like i don't mind fantasy because harry potter i loved i was a huge harry potter fan but that's not medieval yeah Mid- okay sorry how do you pronounce it medieval but i don't it's know spelled like struggling. medieval yeah that's what it's, like, it's, it's it's medieval. weird yeah it's medieval so but like what about the princess bride that's fucking so good. Yeah. So like yeah. I would consider that like a medieval adventure. Yeah, fair. And that's you know? what I'm like. I'm and trying like, to find the what I can uh, uh, relate to in yeah. this genre. And that it would be Princess Bride. It would be, like I said, uh, not Harry Potter, but. Well, Harry, Bot- Harry Potter kind of goes into that fantasy world. And like it all stems from the same thing. Like there were like, you know, there's, oh, yeah, a, there's wizards. a medieval past and wizards. Yeah. Like, they're all part of that thing. It was That's just like a modern application of it. Uh, I already have a, an idea, but I'll save for the next section. Before we go into the next section, though, can you name me favorite three three favorite medieval time films? Um, films are going to be hard, but The Princess oh, fair. Bride, which actually, uh, full transparency, I only like fully watched recently. I don't want to call you out, but you told me when you first watched it, and I was like, that's way too late, dude. Yeah, it is way too late. And I feel like, like there was so much that I remembered from it, but... I think it may have just been a sort of uh, proxy, like just learning it by proxy, just by being around people quoting it and seeing memes and stuff. Um, I really, really enjoyed Game of Thrones. Okay. Um, and the Lord of the Rings canon whole thing. Like The Hobbit, I didn't love as much um, film-wise. I like the book a lot. I like the Lord of the Rings books quite a bit. Um but that sort of medieval fantasy as well. You know, it's like knights, it's orcs, it's like metal and, and burning and like yeah. chicken legs and stuff, you know? Well, I'm just looking at the list over here too. Like Braveheart is medieval times. Uh, Braveheart was cool. Well, I guess uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves would have been I that was gonna as well, say, yep. which is definitely one of my favorite movies, no joke. It is. Like at, growing up, like I, I fucking, I totally fucked with that movie. That VHS got some serious play. That's funny. I fucked to that movie. Oh. <laughs> You fucked with it. I fucked to it. No way. Everything uh, I do. <laughs> um, there's one I just saw on this list where I'm like, I love this film. And I, oh, uh, it's new. It's uh, last year, The Northman. Did you watch it? No, I didn't. I heard really a lot good. about it and I wanted to. Because Hamlet is in that era and that's what Northman's about. And it's just also based in Viking medieval times kind of thing. Yeah. Um, it's cool. And you're, there is like this, you're, you, there's this room for allowance of like the magic uh, that in other films would be laughed at. Like, there is like in the Northmen, there's just these moments of like, you know, um, not even wizards, but people just doing enchantations or incantations. Yeah, incantations. Thank you. Uh, incantations or like brewing potions. And they're just like humans, though, but they're doing this because they believe that these things can bring about spirits. So it's really interesting how you're allowed so much room for the unbelievable. Yeah, 100%. It's like part of it. If you don't have like cool magic shit, then yeah. you're, you're kind of toast. Um, um, all right. I I have I have an idea, so let's just go to the next part so I can say it. Let's move <laughs> along. Uh, this is the blue sky part. 
Okay, sweet. So when when I sort of thought of this idea and like started putting it in the bowl, I was thinking like just a really obviously a short thing, but like maybe a knight is on his way to slay a dragon and he doesn't get there or something, you know, like just like a very uh, almost like a bottle movie kind of thing where it's just very uh, localized and it's just like one thing and like does he even get to the dragon like he gets stuck in like magic quicksand or some shit or like gets lured by a, a harpy or whatever or a yeah. banshee or something you know that's interesting I, I dig that that's pretty cool and then so this is gonna be my and, and I don't have a story here I just find it fucking interesting is what if the film is called medieval times and it's about uh, the the restaurant, <laughs> Medieval Times. But what the thing is, people go there and they're like patrons of this place. But what they don't know is that everyone that works there is actually... It's like a portal? Yeah. So they, they, the workers there pretend like, oh, this is all fake. But they're actually all wizards and wenches and, and, and knights. But it's like they do this show because um, if they told everyone that they were actually knights, it wouldn't work. So they make money off the fact that they're wizards, basically, or knights and stuff. And then when this, the, the restaurant closes, they all go and live in in this like portal back lot yeah. town. It's like, all right. Yeah, they just... Yeah, it's, it's uh, like... I'm trying. I feel like there's something similar to it that exists. I'm just trying to think what it is because it's like they're knights wa- uh, from 1700 walking in today's time, and they found a way to make money off it. Yeah, <laughs> just like true modern people, they're uh, fucking capitalist as fuck. Yeah, yeah. they're yeah. like we have to. Yeah, and then but then every night when the store closes or the restaurant closes, they go through this portal and they live in olden ways. I don't know what the film is. I just find that really funny. So for those of you who don't know what Medieval Times restaurant is, it is those three words incarnate. It is a restaurant that is medieval themed where you are served by a waiter who is literally called a wench. And we know that because we have a friend who worked there briefly. Um, and and for entertainment, you get to watch knights or actors playing knights jousting and, and putting on a show and each there's sections in, in it so there's a blue side and a green side and a red side and i want to say a white side or yellow side um that's the four colors there and each section has its own color and again like it's like you're you get you you enter they give you a color like a little circle and then you go sit in that section and then you're you're loyal to that section and you got to cheer for that yeah. thing and there's like falcons and there's a king oh there is falcons queen, flying around it's just it's like so shit. cool it's just like themed and i'm sure and they're all stayed of... committed to the bit because like when the wench comes over she's like speaking in this way my yeah. lord yeah and etc oh right four pepsis and chicken fingers coming up <laughs> yeah fucking that's medieval times. I guess it wouldn't be chicken fingers. It'd be like half chicken fingers. Anyway, so that's what that place is. Yeah, it, it what, what could be... I like that a lot. Um, and I wish our, our mutual friend Glennon was here <laughs> to help bring some insight into what goes on uh, in the walls of medieval times. Um, that could be cool. Uh, or like if that's the, if that's the universe... I think like there's a lot of comedy in that and like people could be like, you know, just stupid rich people just being like, if you make my kids have the best time, there's going to be more of these tips in it for you, you know? And they're just like, like fuck this guy. And they like casting little spells on him or something and make him like shit his pants or whatever. But, um, I think like a cool conflict that could come out of that is like a creature gets through the portal, you know, something that shouldn't come through the portal comes through the portal it's just my only my only uh trepidation with that 
idea is setting up that world succinctly and in a short film manner yeah. of five it's like pages. A re- I, I think it's a cool idea like that's a good series you know yeah yeah that'd be a fun series to watch medieval times and, like, and it's like and like they have to okay so like they find this kid oh man like i could really see it like it's just some weird son of a musician uh or what, what are they called uh troubadours Mm -hmm. it's like a troubadour kid who uh his family gets killed by someone and then he gets rescued by this traveling group of other people and they're like we have a job for you and then we just got to crawl through this little door and then it goes into modern times oh interesting you know because i was gonna say because you can that could be the one half of the story and the other half is like someone from the regular world goes into their portal and maybe he fall like they fall in love and he wants to bring her back into the portal Mm. but it's against the rules so it's like it could be a little fun there sidebar did you see the um the preview during guardians of the galaxy of the miss marvel the new one yeah where they're like going through the portals and like they're like changing into each other they're, yeah but like wherever that one person was yeah the other person yeah, yeah that's yeah. like kind of a cool thing to steal but anyway that I, is I pretty cool be, i think it'll be a pretty fun movie to watch i'm yeah. so curious because i'm not i wasn't a big fan of the first captain marvel i thought it was all right this was miss marvel though which i didn't see and no, apparently no. it's good right this is a combination of oh this is the marvel so it's captain marvel uh, and then miss marvel meeting so they're it's called the marvels right i haven't seen miss marvel either but i've heard it's good and uh it's uh, it's it's. I love the fact. I mean, it's kind of cool that uh, the main, the lead, the main girl is from Mississauga, I think, or something, or Markham. Oh, sick. Uh, so it's pretty badass. And it's just like they just apparently, the they apparently did the culture really well. Like when you see, like you know. Oh, she's like her her movie character is from there. From where? From Mississauga. No, no. I, I'm actor. sorry, sorry. I mean, uh, she's Pakistani in it. Oh, cool, and cool, it's cool because cool like I've seen renditions of you know brown cu- culture in films, and it's like a little on the nose there buddy you're just really hamming it up yeah you know but uh, apparently and I, I, that's why i want to watch it too but apparently they did a great job of the way they fused the music and culture but also like kept it you know entertaining and mainstream so mm. they weren't just like let's just only talk about the culture they did a good job of fusing it that's cool which is always exciting for me to see maybe there's something in that too like i like the the fish out of water thing and like learning the new learning the old world from a new lens or whatever like you're someone getting transported back into medieval times or like someone's just at medieval times and they look in the secret door and then they get sucked in like being john malkovich style like get yeah, sucked yeah, in yeah. the portal and then they're in the thing like could it like could could those two ideas like the one where i have where the the, the knight dies in magic quicksand or is about to die in magic quicksand um the person is at medieval times or experiencing a thing. They go through a door, they get to the other world and then they die in magical quicksand. <laughs> like they don't come back. They just fucking die. Well, uh, there's two things I was going to pitch to you because uh, now that we're kind of brushing off and kind of getting deeper into a, a concept that we like, now it's that thing of how do we make it into a short film and concise. Mm-hmm. So with your idea, what if it's like not a night, right? But the portal thing where, a human finds a portal to and it could be starts in medieval times we could still do that like he's just like going to talk to a waitress and or server and then he kind of sees a portal an idea random idea but maybe that's how he finds a portal he goes in and he he gets transported into like the bank of medieval times or where their gold is or near it and then he gets some gold comes back and the stories of greed where he's done it and he got away with it but he keeps going back Mm. and then he comes back and then by the fourth time he gets stuck there because maybe the way to get into the portal is like, and I'm just throwing shit out there uh, as you do in blue sky. Um, you have to have, and it's, it's such a small thing where he has like one of their, you have to have an item from their world to 
across the portal. Mm. So he's holding like a jug of ale or whatever, and he's going to get it refilled. And it's because it's a real medieval from the portal item. It allows it, him access it through. It activates it, yeah. So he goes through the portal. He gets the gold, comes back. And the whole thing is like the, the third time he goes in, maybe he's getting greedy and he dro- he loses the ale or the thing and he gets stuck. The ending is like, because that's the thing with a short film. You can't, you, we don't need a whole solution. It's more it's like just a more of he's a wah, stuck wah. there yeah, yeah, yeah. for the rest of his life or whatever. Yeah. Or, or ooh, a little bit of Rick and Morty. Uh, this is interesting. Inception, and uh, not uh, Interstellar and Rick and Morty, where it's like when he goes into the portal, time, when he comes back, it's been like six months in mm. those five minutes there. So the greed is more about he goes there, he starts collecting gold and then he sees more gold. And then when he, by the time he comes back, it's like he's he comes back and he looks at his hands and they're all wrinkled and because he, he chose gold and money over time. Yeah, that could be something. I like that. So um, the time, like have you seen the Rick and Morty episode where uh you watch rick and morty i i've watched a bunch of it yeah there's this episode where to <laughs> there's this one place like a door that rick has where if you go through it uh he, he leaves his wine there so that he can age oh <laughs> so he right, leaves right, his wine right. he uses this fucking um portal to this world literally just to age his alcohol or whatever so he's like hey morty go get it right and then it's this thing of morty goes in and sometimes he takes uh too long or whatever and he comes back and the world in that portal is moving like every time he goes in it's been like five ten years right so there's a story happening there that you're getting to see develop oh cool it's really funny that's so smart it's a shame about justin roiland but it is such a smart show i'm hoping dan Harmon can still carry the like the torch yeah well at this point like it's so well established i think that yeah that torch can stay lit um i like that it also made me think about i never saw the movie but it's a story uh the movie's called picnic at hanging rock uh, in the early 1900s, Miranda attends a girls' boarding school in Australia. One Valentine's Day, the school's typically strict headmistress treats the girls to a picnic field trip to an unusual but scenic volcanic formation called Hanging Rock. Despite rules against it, Miranda and several other girls venture off. It's not until the end of the day that the faculty realizes the girls and one of the teachers have disappeared mysteriously. It's kind of that like missing 411 thing. Do you know about missing 411? No. Well, it's like people just kind of fucking vanish. Oh. Like out of nowhere and there's like no trace. And like they send out search parties and they comb the area like. Just but it's like they fell off the earth. They, they fell off the earth basically. But then like a couple weeks later, a hiker will be going through that part that they'd scoured weeks before. And the person's body's just there somewhere like oh. very obvious. And they're like, what the hell happened? Did they get sucked into another dimension and then, you Fuck. know, dropped? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's there. interesting. Yeah. Um. But I do like uh, I do like the greed thing, the gold and the aging. Um, it's just like it seems like a lot to set up. Whereas, like, well, if it's a guy going to do a specific task and fails, well, but the, I, I, I don't like all the stuff we could play with. You know, sorry, I like all the stuff we could play with in your idea. Well, here's the thing, and that's why you can do we can do either or, right? My, my thing is. I am thinking of it as a short where if it's like a tale of greed, you can do it really quick where, and I know it's funny because it's this, the idea I'm pitching isn't a very dialogue heavy idea again, but it's more of this, like you're getting to see this guy within the first page, discover this vault or whatever. Then you have just, you just, do, you just do three acts, right? Like three, sorry, three punches where it's like first time he comes out, he's confused and he does it again. He spent another year there and he's like thinking about it. And then he goes back and then that's your ending. So it's like, it's a formula to like 
within five pages, you have your beginning setup. Then you have your three punches, like the three. What's it called? The uh, the game. The game and the the, the rule of three. Thank you. The rules of the rule of three threes. Um, where it's the game is like him going in and go, coming out, going in, coming out. But every time you escalate and escalate and escalate okay. until he's stuck there. I, you have I, a thought? Yeah, I, I I got I got I think I I know like what the first beat could be, and it it should be kind of a. I don't know. I I just keep thinking about the guy that would be like, you know, give my kids a good time, and there's more money in it for you, and like maybe he like tips a waiter uh a 20 and then like is like oh you know what like give me that brooch or like takes a brooch or something from them like does something kind of rude you know and obtuse and then it's just going about his day and then goes through that portal um and then kind of maybe when he comes back he tries to do something good with it like or he he has really good intentions all of a sudden i don't know like maybe something happens to him to make him feel like oh maybe i shouldn't be such a piece of shit like i could just um no i'm i'm I'm. well the fact that you said he's like the father uh, too that now we have if we do the aging thing the kids are growing up so that's interstellar-esque and interesting that's an interesting dynamic where he comes back and he's like happy and then he sees his daughter like grown up so the first beat could be he comes back and it's been three years and she was like nine and now she's 13 or i don't know how we show that like why would she still be at medieval times for three years maybe he goes home or whatever right um because then when he goes back maybe the second time he goes he's like i need to fix this so he goes in and he tries to find an answer. No one answers. And he comes back and now it's been six years. And he's like, so it's like he's trying to get answers from that world. But every time he goes into the world, so it's like this trap of like, I need to figure out how to fucking solve this. Yeah. And it's then almost an addiction. Yeah. And then the third time, so the, I think the first time is like accident, but also greed a little bit. Second time is he's trying to fix it. The third one has to be the, this is why he did it. And he, that, now he's stuck in that world. Right. Yeah. But yeah. I don't think it works if he's deplorable right off the top, like I thought would be funny. You know, he should be, he should have some kind of, maybe it should be a tenuous relationship with his kids and he, he tries to. Well, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. He tries to it's do It's the something. opposite where he's not, like, you know, fathers who don't mean to be a piece of shit, but they are just because they're trying to, like, they're trying to throw money at their kids' problems, kind of like, like, I'm taking you to medieval times and buying you stuff. And the kids are like, yeah, but you're not there 90% oh, of the other time. Right. So maybe this brooch thing can come back. Like, so uh a, a a waiter comes to the table and is like oh we are te- cheering for the blue team today and blah 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 and then one of the kids is like uh in passing after the speech after the spiel is like oh i really liked her brooch you know and then the dad's like i'm gonna go get her that brooch and the, the dad goes up and he tries to like throw money at it and get the brooch and then ultimately like pressures this poor waiter into giving him her brooch and or just grabs it like an asshole. Or, or he just does something really mean and like he's just doing it to, you know, appease his kids at, at whatever cost. And maybe and that's then, what he runs then, with the brooch and goes into the and portal. Then, yeah, goes into the portal with that. And then all these riches and stuff. And like there's like all kinds of shit that looks like the brooch that, the, that, her, that his daughter really liked. So he's like, you know, getting all the stuff. And then he comes out and yeah, it's like a different world. That's the first time. That's the first time. And then he the goes second. in to fix it. Then the oh, how about this? The f- when he goes in, he's looking at He's like, oh, I'll get some gold. So he maybe does scoop up some gold or whatever, right? But there's someone there, like kind of like a Gollum character who's mm. like, who's st- who, and this guy's been living here because he's like, I don't want to go back because the gold's here. And one time I went back and he's like an old guy. And he's like, it's because I was like 20 when I came in here and I went back one time. And this is what I, because the, 
that could be a cool thing too where it, it does change Comes you. In, you you go like back when to you go and it changes you yeah, yeah, yeah it yeah. literally your body goes like you know how interstellar like matthew mcconaughey stays young this yeah. is the opposite where if you come when you come back to earth or when you come back to the real thing your body goes through like metamorphosis and you're kind of like grown and changed uh and then and then he goes back to get an answer from that old man and he's like how do i fix this and and it, they talk and argue and maybe the old man sees the brooch and brooch or whatever and he's like my precious <laughs> That's unique. That's original. Yeah. Uh, and then he grabs a brooch or whatever, and then they argue and fight, and then he takes it back, and now he's fucking sixty years old, and he's like, "What the fuck?" And he goes back, and he's like, "And I just don't know what the ending is right now." Yeah. But what do you think he of this so get, far? He needs to get trapped. So, I like. Uh, I liked what you were saying. Like he, you need the item from the that, that world that world to travel through the portal. Yeah. Um, but technically he could just grab one from, uh, from the gold. Oh, hmm. Cause, cause what if to get to the medieval world, to go through the portal from modern to past, you need a medieval item, but to get from the past to the modern, you need a modern item. So like, it's kind of, you kind of have to, to do a trade, you know what I mean? Um, and maybe that guy that's in there, uh, tricks him at the end he tells him the thing and like he sends him back or whatever and he's like i want to stay with the goal but maybe there's a like a bait and switch like he he tells him that he's he's going to be here and then he's like oh let me see your pen and then he takes his pen or he, the old he, guy will die though if he goes outside that's true that's true like i yeah that's what we're trying to figure out is like does he get trapped in there or does the dad kind of accept his fate and go like fuck it i'm gonna go back and i'm gonna die a human or whatever like that's what i'm trying to figure out um because the brooch or any kind of like artifact that gets you into the portal, maybe that does get you back. And then I think where you're hesit hesitating there is like, isn't the gold enough then for him to take back? But maybe it's not gold money that can get, get you through the portal. It literally has to be an artifact. Mm. But no, you're right. Then why can't you just find something there? Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit that, that that's a little through, but like, plot I, hole. I feel like there needs to be like the punishment for the fallacy. Like it's almost like a, like a, like a spider web or something, you know what I mean? Like once you get caught in it, the 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 entity involved in this whole thing is like sucking your life force, such as a thing feeding off you. What for if, lack of better ways to put that? Okay, I got something. Okay, first beat, um, stumbles there, running away with the brooch, gets into the portal, sees the gold, meets the man. The man tells him this is like man maybe even warns him and says, you know, you need the brooch to come back. Blah blah blah. So then our guy leaves. It's been 10 years since he's been gone, maybe. And he's a 35-year-old dad. He's 45. Let's just say that right now, right? He goes back and he has gold with him and he's confused because he didn't believe the man right away. But now he's like, what the fuck? Things have changed. He goes to his house. His his kids have grown grown old. So then he like he goes to his house, knocks on the door. His daughter opens and now she's like 22. And she's not. she hasn't seen him in that long. Yeah, too, she's yeah. like, dad. And then... Or, or maybe before he does it, he looks inside and he sees the family living without him kind of thing. You know, they've accepted he's moved on. There's a picture of him with like a wreath or whatever. Yeah. Uh, does that what they put on pictures when you die? Wreath? At Christmas time, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why I said that. Uh, uh, anyways, but like a mantle and like sort of yeah. a, an altar, so to speak. Or the yeah, opposite. Yeah. He hears them being like, fuck dad. Like, because they think he just ran off because they never found a body. Yeah. So they could do that too where fuck him, right? So then he goes back into the portal. So second time. And the old man's like, you believe me now? And he goes, fuck this. I need to go back. And how do I fix this? Argument, argument. Then he leaves. Hold that thought. Yeah. Uh, actually do, because it might be better yeah, than my yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he leaves, right? 
this is the second time he's left now and now it's now he's 60 years old he's old and frail a little bit he goes home and this time instead of just listening into the conversation or seeing them he's like fuck it he knocks on the door it's his daughter who's like a mom now and she's like dad and they have a moment and he explains and tries to explain and they're warm and thing and what i was going to say is the ending is this buildup of this man who keeps thinking about the gold and he's like now back to his house like she's feeding him and they're talking and he's 60 he's older he has grandkids and there's a scene where it's just on him and he's like looking at his grandkids and all he can think about is i want the gold so then he goes back and the last shot is him just walking to the portal and he's the greed has like you said the spider web has gone so into his mind that he almost fixed it and even though he's older now and his daughter accepted him he chose money and gold and gave up that which is the dumbest uh uh thing yeah i like that but also what i was thinking is maybe like he could do some thing where like he goes back that first time and hears them talking shit about him and he's like oh i should go back and get all that gold and bring it back and like completely change and see he sees like they're struggling maybe it's like 20 like maybe we we extend the period of of time lapse um sees like his daughter as a struggling mom or something can't afford to feed her family or whatever so he's like i'm gonna go i'm gonna just take a quick beat and go back uh get way more gold and come back and give Mm -hmm. it to her and he comes back to do that maybe there is this nice moment but when he comes back he's either just about to do it or just finishes this nice moment and then he dies because he spent too much like he kept doing this thing and ultimately like he ages out and just is like that I just like the idea of a man choosing evil. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a darker ending as opposed to him coming back with gold because then it's linear to me. It's not like there's a choice. He's just like, I'm just going to help them. He goes and comes back and then he dies. Right. Right. I was going to say one more thing. If it's not even the money, right? Like, he goes back like a third time. You know how I'm like, maybe the ending is like, I can't stop thinking about the gold and he runs back and he just chooses to... What if... You know how every time he comes into the real world, he's uh, old? Like time does pass, but when he goes back, he's, he's young. young. So yeah. he chooses. Th- so the, again, first time uh, goes in by accident, sees the gold, starts putting it in his knapsack, and Gollum, ver- our version of Gollum, this old man, another old man, base or another young man, I guess, is like, "Oh, you go out there, you're gonna be changed." He's like, "Fuck you, whatever you." S- that's not real. Goes outside, all of a sudden he's 45. Goes to his home, and they're talking shit about him, and he's like thinking about it. He's like, "Fuck this, I'm gonna go get uh, answers from this old or young guy, right?" Gollum goes back into the portal. He talks to him and the guy explains to him and all this stuff. And then, then he's like, again, maybe if I get more gold, I can at least solve their problems at home. Mm. Goes back. He's 60 now. He's sitting on his rocking chair. The kids are in front of him. His family's accepted him. They have money. But all he can think about is like... And he's just kind of cold to the kids. They're like, Grampy, we love you. Yeah. Like, Grampy, take us Because in his head, he's still 30 years old. So he's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. That's an option. I don't know. We, <laughs> I didn't expect to go here when we started this, but... That's... Yeah, I just like, I like those beats. Um, I'm just trying to think about how to color in everything around it and like make it. Do you want a warmer ending? Is that kind of? Not necessarily. I like I like the idea of a dark ending. I like the idea of it calling him back, but maybe there's just something uh, more, like less Gollum and more, um, mm. like he should have good intent. He should want to be using this power for good, but ultimately succumbs to the bad part of it. It's like know? quicksand. Yeah. It's the fact that it's not even his fault, really. Yeah, he stole that brooch for his daughter, but brooch for his daughter. But it's like he's not like that's kind of sad to me too. Which that's what I'm thinking. Is it too sad? Where it's like he didn't really 
set out to be like to lose his life like to kind of just he basically it's a sad story about a guy who over one night of, of like dinner at medieval times one decision basically ends his he, life he tries to connect with his daughter and it goes on and there's and no it, a redemption other than the fact that he gets her money and she's 50 she's like sorry 40 now maybe and she has kids and he helps their family out and all that jazz but yeah it's like or if she just refuses it you know, True. she's yeah. like, no, fuck you. You haven't been around for 50 years. You have a grandson that you never tended to. And you just show up with money. You think you can buy my affection? Go fuck yourself. And he's like, all right, well, I'm and he just young. like, he dumps the money on the, on the, on the porch and then keeps one coin and then goes back to the portal. Yeah. That could be something cool. But like, yeah, he's the, the only thing there and just the devil's advocate, it, uh, uh, I eventually need to write a film called Devil's Advocate because I use that word too much, tart phrase too much. I think if you cast um, Reeves. and uh, Al Pacino, Al Pacino. Yeah. <laughs> I actually just watched that recently. Yeah, so good. I really liked it. Yeah, it's. I it, don't recall it at all, but I remember being like, "Hmm, I like that." Yeah, it was just it was weird, man. That's what I liked. Uh, it, it's it's one of those films where you're like, "This is based. This is from a book, and it is based uh, like on a novel, mm. and it's so good." Um, I th- so basically like our beats were lining up, were similar thoughts. It's just the last decision is it a decision of like my daughter doesn't want me anymore and i gotta go do this or, or is it a selfish decision of like i want my youth back or it's almost like not even selfish but like you're stuck you kind of have to choose that because actually i like the i like the the double layered character changing character so he go he does all, he's we, we get this beat at the top like there's a quick little discourse at the table where you can tell there's tension between him and his daughter they're not connecting waiter brooch wait the daughter sees the waiter's brooch the guy's like give me a sec i'm gonna go buy my daughter's affection and tries to buy the brooch ends up like doing something creepy or weird or stealing it goes into the portal all that shit happens he does succeed maybe like he comes back i don't, I don't know like he comes back once i don't know why he would return but we we do need him to go back the second time so the third time he goes back it's like the end right um but he sees something that makes him compelled to go back or maybe get more riches. The third time he comes back to, or the, the other time he comes back to the real world with his daughter and his granddaughters, they accept him. They love him. It's worked out for him. He's changed. Everything's fine. Um, like, you know, he has like a nice speech that, that, that placates the whole absent for however many years thing. But then, yeah, he's just got that like thing in the back of his mind like he like in order the in order for him to succeed in his first goal he had to sell his soul completely and like he will never those tendrils will never tendrils will never release him you know do you so are you saying though then that the third yeah we got to work on the middle beats but that's part of the writing process like i think we have our beats though um do you think the third beat are you saying the decision is gold because i'm trying to figure out is it gold or is it youth and and uh, I was gonna say you know, the, the, they're interchangeable. To okay. Me. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't care if it's gold or youth, but, but it's like selfish. The, but, the, but it's, it's selfish. a selfish okay. decision. Okay. It's like I, and like maybe there's like uh, there's like a harem of beautiful women there or something too. You know what I mean? Like there could be other things that when he's in the past and he's young and youthful, that there's other benefits yeah. there besides money. You know. Right now, I picture when he goes into the into that world, it's just like fucking a bank vault of just gold uh, mountains, mountains mountains of gold but i think we need more it can't just be that because that's like why would you want to even live there that's all it is where are you spending the money so it's almost like when he goes in there it's like 
yeah, the money's there, but it's it like should be a market in like yeah, food yeah. and women. But then where's the money? Men and money, like that too. Like there's just anything that you could ever want. Any like fucking possible well, no. desire. What if we take away the gold? Like what? What, what I mean, sorry, is like because what you're saying is sounds more like heaven than medieval times. Like our original thing was he goes back to to a portal to medieval times, right? So. It's like he has to choose to be young and live in the 1600s or whenever the medieval times. What what era is that? Uh, yeah, fuck. If what I know. century? It's funny I made is, the prompt, but no, but that's fair. Like I've, I've realized, no one ever says the era as much. I think 1700. I want to say it is not even close. Uh, the mid- definitely not the 1700s. Yeah, it'd be like the fifth century. Pre- pre 14. The Middle century. Ages was the period in European history from the collapse of Roman civilization to the fifth century, uh, variously interpreted as the beginning of and the 13th, 14th, and 15th century. Mm. Interesting. Um, yeah, interesting. God, it would suck to live back then, huh? So that's the thing. He goes back and... Because here's a... Like, maybe it makes it more interesting. He goes through the portal the first time. He's in this market. And he's kind of charmed by it. Like you said, gorgeous women and like all these things. And there's markets and horses. and Everyone's beautiful, youthful. Yeah. Everyone's fucking hot. Yeah. And <laughs> medieval times were fucking sick. Yeah. Um, because they were all eating organic. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and it could be maybe... Yeah, you're shitting in the streets. <laughs> that's the key. Uh, and maybe that's what it is. Like, he kind of is charmed by it. And he's first... At first, we can add a joke in where he's kind of confused. Like, this is not... This is part of the medieval... Like, the restaurant or whatever. And blah, blah, blah. He comes back. Time has moved. Goes to his house. They're talking shit. He runs back to get the solution. That's the second time he goes in. And he goes in and it's still going on. And he's like, what the fuck is going on? What is this? Blah, blah, blah. And then maybe someone tells him that we actually work in the daytime and you should not have passed the portal and blah, blah, blah. And earlier in the first view when he had got there, he did see money like in the a bank vault or some shit where he saw it. So he's like, he just takes it and runs back out. And again, he grows older and he goes home and it accepts and whatever. And I was thinking of kind of a beautiful scene. I kind of pictured as he's 60 years old. It's like notebook where he's 60 years old. He's at a park bench. And another old woman sits by him and just feeding birds. And he has a conversation with her. And he's talking to her cryptically about his dilemma. But he's using terms like quicksand and other... Like he's kind of doing this very nice monologue. And she's confused because she's like trying to understand what he's saying. But what he's doing is like he is almost like self-therapy where he's using this conversation to make a decision of like... And this is like a Shutter Island moment. I don't know if you remember that line where he goes, I wonder what's what's better. I wonder if it's better to live as a as an evil man or die thinking you're good and i'm butchering it but it's it's a really powerful moment where he says that and you right then are like you are about to make a decision decision to kill yourself mm. and it's such a beautiful moment because he just says it and he walks off DiCaprio just walks off and ruffalo's like did he just say what i think he said so you can have this moment with him and this other person that's older and at a park bench a stranger because he doesn't talk to his daughters about this or granddaughter and he says this and then the last scene is the portal and he's standing in front of it and he walks in and mm-hmm. okay how are you feeling about that yeah i feel i feel i feel good about that i think there's something in there it's both medieval and an adventure and fantasy uh All can three. i can i i just want to so I, just because i butchered it the shutter island dialogue it's this place this place makes me wonder which would be worse to live as a monster or die as a good man mm. so, uh, do you remember that movie I did not see it. Oh, we've talked about this. Sorry. Mm-hmm. You got to watch it, man. Got to pay attention. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, anything you want to add to it? Or should we just do that? Do we should we do the segment where we do the beats? I feel like they're, I feel like we've 
kind of circled the same beats a couple times already. So I feel like one more time. I feel like uh, we know what we're doing, and hopefully they do too. You feel good about it? I think so. I think I think we could probably pound something out right now. Okay. All right, let's do it. Let's get it. And now, medieval times. Interior medieval times restaurant jousting arena present day. A knight clad in blue raises his lance and kicks his heels into his horse. They gallop in full force toward their opponent, dressed in green. The camera pushes past them and up into the stands. We hear the heavy metallic impact off screen. Half the crowd cheers in savage delight while the other groans in defeat. Interior, medieval times dining area, continuous. A wench, waitress, 20s, arrives at a table where a young father, Jay, 31, and his daughter, Glenna, are sitting in awkward silence. Jay perks up at the sight of the wench approaching. My lord, my lady, here are your feasts. Jay lights up as a gruesomely cut half chicken and plate of boiled potatoes is placed in front of him. He takes a swig from his stein of frothy Pepsi and steals a glance at the wench's cleavage. Glenna makes a face at her meal. Everything okay, my lady? Yeah, um, well, I don't eat meat. Jay chokes on a mouthful of Pepsi, embarrassed. Since when? Since last year. Jay tries to retort, but the wench cuts him off. Well, lucky for you, our potatoes are the best in the realm. She picks up Jay's plate and scoops some of his potatoes onto Glenna's. Your father doesn't seem like the carb type anyway. The wench winks at Jay, and he takes it to heart. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. An antique brooch on the wench's costume piques Glenna's interest. I really like your brooch. Well, you know, when you grow up and become a princess, you can have one even better than this. The wench smiles at Glenna and Jay as she leaves. Jay takes the opportunity to check her out again. A beat. I'm gonna go to the washroom, or uh, should I say, uh, the poo-poo castle. <laughs> Glenna sighs, barely looking up at him. Interior washroom a little while later. Jay buttons his shirt back up while the wench fixes her dress. That was quite the medieval time. Good sire, I would appreciate your discretion on the matter. You just never drop the act, do you? Huh, act? The wench slips out of the washroom. Jay waits for a moment before admiring the brooch he just stole. He grins. Interior, kitchen, moments later. Jay stumbles around the kitchen full of medieval cooks. He looks lost. Uh, excuse me, gents. Uh, how do I get back to the dining hall? There are a few dismissive grunts, but he is otherwise ignored as he wanders through the kitchen. Jay turns a corner and sees the hallway leading back to the dining area. But he catches the eye of another wench, who smiles politely and slips through a door that reads, Staff Only. Jay smirks, and he follows. Cut to interior, opulent castle, the 1400s. On the other side of the door, Jay walks into a grand foyer with a large, extravagant staircase. Hello? Jay wanders a few more steps in and looks around at the beautiful architecture. Hell of a staff room. He enters an arched doorway. Interior, vault, continuous. Jay stares in awe at the mountains of gold that cover almost the entire floor. One particular gold chalice glints in the light. He picks it up and examines the intricate jewels that cover its surface, but drops it when he hears a reprimanding voice. Nigel, 40s, call out to him. My lord! A tall, handsome man with silver hair beckons from across the room. You should not be here! Jay panics and runs out of the room, back toward the door he came in from. Cut to interior, medieval times restaurant, present day. Jay creeps back through the staff-only door and jogs back to his table. Cut to interior, medieval times restaurant, dining area, moments later. Jay reveals his stolen brooch, ready to impress his daughter. But to his surprise, the arena is completely empty. Glenna is nowhere to be found. Cut to exterior Jay's house, later. Jay gets out of a cab and walks warily up his driveway. He blinks and squints as if his vision is blurrier than usual. Then, 
He clocks the for sale sign in the front yard. What the? He heads for the door but hesitates when he hears a vaguely familiar voice on the inside. He slinks over to his window for a closer look. Interior living room continuous. Inside the house, a young woman, 22, talks to a middle-aged couple. This was my father's place. It's been sitting empty for about 10 years now, and I figured it's time to sell it. Cut to the window. Jay's eyes widen as it dawns on him. That's Glenna. I'm sorry. Don't be. He's probably still alive. He just ducked out of my life. Going theory is he ran away with a wench at medieval times. The couple share a polite, albeit confused look. Glenna smiles to soften the moment. Probably more of a therapy thing than a real estate thing. They laugh. <laughs> Exterior front lawn, continuous. Jay is briefly distracted by the wife's hips, but snaps out of it. He runs his hand through his hair, trying to get his bearings. Then he notices reflection. He's aged about 10 years. Now we see Jay as a 40-year-old, a touch of gray in his hair, and the lines around his eyes are more pronounced. In a panic, he wipes down the window with his sleeve. Maybe it's just dirty, but his reflection doesn't change. Glenna notices something in the window and walks toward it. Jay tries to run, but he trips pathetically. He scooches closer to the house, out of sight, and catches his breath. Cut to interior, medieval times restaurant, later. Jay stands in front of the staff-only door, takes a deep breath, and reaches for the knob. Cut to interior, opulent castle foyer, the 1400s. Jay is out of breath, but doesn't break stride until he reaches Nigel. What the hell kind of business are you guys running? Quite the swift return, my lord. Nigel spots the brooch in Jay's hands. Ah, tis clear. I did wonder how thou came to be here. Where? Where is here? What the fuck is this place? Jay looks over at a vase and studies his own reflection. He's back to his 31-year-old self. Come. Cut to exterior, opulent castle, the 1400s. Nigel opens the front doors to the castle and walks out. Jay follows closely. They're in a bustling market full of serfs, knights, merchants, and horses, all dressed in garments from the 1400s. Holy shit. Welcome to Griffin Forge. Why am I, why am I here? Nigel snags the brooch from Jay. It appears you are a thief. I wanted to impress my daughter. Were you also trying to impress her by unlawfully entering a passageway? Passageway? Are you saying the staff room door is some kind of portal to the past? It's a doorway to our realm, yes, if that's what you mean by portal. That's literally what a portal means. A portal it is, then. Why is this? But when I... Jay stammers pleadingly. It is beyond time as you see it. Time hath a different rhythm in this realm for those not of our world. He holds the brooch closer. You were granted access to our world because of this right here. Can we dumb it down a little? Why did I look like a 40-year-old when I left here? Am I, am I gonna be even older when I get back? That is simply the way, my lord. Nigel is fixated on the brooch. Where did you get it? A little woozy, Jay takes in his surroundings once again and locks eyes with the wench. So you're, you're saying I got here because I had that brooch? Precisely. And without it, I can't go back through the door to my own time. Astute observation, my lord. Jay weighs his options. After a beat, he points to the wench. Stolen from her! Then he snatches the brooch from Nigel and rushes back to the door. Nigel smiles stoically and watches him disappear. Cut to exterior Glenna's house, present day. Jay, now 60 years old, lumbers slowly up the driveway. He knocks on the door and Glenna, 41, opens it. It takes a moment, but soon she recognizes her father. A young girl peeks out from behind Glenna's legs, a carbon copy of her mother when she was that age. Glenna's eyes tear up as her old man puts out his hand and gives her the brooch. Cut to a montage of touching moments with Jay living out his life as a grandfather, pushing his granddaughter on the swings, reading bedtime stories, all the while lamenting the youth around him. Young women walk past as if he's invisible, 
He notices their fit legs and smooth skin. He turns his attention to his family and smiles, but we feel the yearning in his eyes. He looks at his watch and catches his aged reflection. Cut to exterior park one month later. Jay sits on a park bench looking out at a pond. An elderly woman, 65, comes and sits next to him and begins to throw breadcrumbs to the birds. Lovely day, isn't it? Tell that to my knees. And ulcer. The woman laughs, thinking Jay is joking. Well, it could always be worse. An awkward pause. Would it be worse to live out the remainder of your life with the people you love? Or to start over with not a soul that knows or loves you? The old woman tosses some more bread. They sit in silence for a beat. If only we had a choice. Cut to interior Glenna's bedroom, night. Glenna is fast asleep. Her daughter nestled adorably next to her. Jay watches them for a genuine, loving moment. Then, his eyes drift to the brooch on her dresser. He walks toward it slowly. He takes pause at the dresser. With tears in his eyes, he reaches down and grabs the brooch. Cut to black. Finn! In conclusion. Okay, so medieval adventure fantasy takes place at a restaurant where there's a portal to a medieval time, which I mean, I it think- should have been called medieval, medieval times squared. Medieval times squared. Oh, and it's medieval times square, like where the people medieval will get times together. Medieval times square, shit. Dude, Well, that's right where they are. Notes. Just say, just, yeah, we missed that. So just write that in while you're, while you're uh, reading it. Well, when we do our second draft, I guess, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, I enjoyed that one. It was a uh, it was a quick uh, thread we found, mm-hmm. and it was fun. I don't know. I enjoyed uh, making that world up, and I think it's. I mean, again, it's a first draft, and there's so many things I'm like that could be changed and added and etc. But yeah, and you could like blow that story out because right now we are pretty like blunt with the exposition. Yeah, it's just like that's the way it is, Saya. Like you, <laughs> it's a door at a restaurant that takes you to the past. <laughs> no, but that I love. No, it's cool. It's a and like door if, you, in a if restaurant. you if you shot that and it was like a really serious tone and like you kind of establish like this very like kind of stark real reality, yeah. believable, grounded performances. Like you could, it yeah, could just oh yeah, be like being John Malkovich, like yeah. we were talking about earlier. Um. But yeah, no, I thought it was fun and like it's heartwarming and like uh, he he wants to be a good guy. But um, I liked sprinkling in like the lecherous stuff. Like he's he's just always kind of he's just this fucking gross kind of dude, you know, and like we're we're kind of on his side, but he's kind of unlikable, you know, I think it was just the right amount. He's unlikable. So you're not like, oh, this is such an unfair story to him. But then um he is unlikable. Sorry, so, but then he is also likable because there is this kind of sadness to this guy just lost his youth and he's trying to connect with his daughter. He still has a moment, gives her the brooch and all that, you know, although he st- steals it later. Yeah. But there is like moments where he has redeemable qualities. He he wants he wants to be good. Yeah. Yeah. He wants to be good. And I'm glad we didn't make it about like just getting gold and stuff because that, yeah. that seemed like pretty easy low-hanging fruit. So It's true. We made it about literally youth. Like it's about age and time and... It's I don't know I'm I'm impressed that we got to that um, again no I I think it needs like two three four more drafts but uh, I'm pretty happy with it yeah same what's I, your favorite uh, thing about it favorite thing is probably the way it ends I think that that's when I started uh like I I just was like oh that's a really nice way to wrap it up in the end where he just grabs it and you don't have to go back to yeah, the portal or anything yeah. like that just like 
made everything that much yeah. better because it's just not indulgent and like you don't need yeah. to fucking go back and just say the same thing again. So yeah, because we were gonna end it with the portal, but then that this the brooch thing was a new development, and we both were like, mm-hmm, that's it, that's it. and then all of a sudden just. Like if the story was like at a six or seven for us, all of a sudden just that ending to me, I'm like, oh, it's a nine now. It's yeah. beautiful. What yeah, an like, ending. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like it's it's a it, it's a satisfying thing because, you know, yeah, yeah. it's you, you know what's going to happen. Um, What about you? Uh, favorite thing. Favorite thing. Um, It's tough. I, I like the ending. You, you said that, though, so I don't want to repeat it. Although it is one of my favorite things is the ending. And I think we're getting good at endings. Usually my favorite thing is our endings. Mm-hmm. They're really fun. Um. But it's the fact that it's uh, fantasy in terms of like sci-fi a little bit in mm. terms of a portal because we could have been fantasy as in just start in medieval times. Yeah. It's like 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 a I knight st- and I still think that there's like a, a dragon slaying fairy kind of story in the future. You know, someday. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, that, I, I, that prompt I, will go back in. Hundred percent. I, I like that's a, but that's the thing. Like when you first said it or when I pulled it out, I was like, oh, that's where we're headed. But I kind of enjoyed that we turned it into like a sci-fi fantasy, mm-hmm. if that yeah. makes sense. I mean, it's yeah. still fantasy. It kind of bridged. It did the medieval thing and, and did some other shit that we didn't really yeah. expect. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Uh, and then least favorite? Least favorite? I think like it's just the least favorite thing every episode is the... You can't say l- it. Is it. The parameters we set for ourselves. The time? The time. Like yeah. I just want to spend more. So, okay. Uh I think that maybe uh, there was a clever, a, a more clever, cleverer way to uh, like exposition dump what's going on. Like I feel like there was there there was some better dialogue out there, but we just ran out of time. And you know, just w- yeah. when Nigel is explaining like what's happening yeah. and like being like, you you can be, you we are all young here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. You, if you if you never leave, you never age, and you get yeah. all the boobies, <laughs> all of them. Every single one. Um, no, I agree because uh, similar least. I guess it makes sense that both of our favorites and least favorites are similar because you know it's a it's a collaboration that we, we write it very together. Um, but uh, to put it in different words, my least favorite thing about the expositional part is I do love logic in my films. Like when a film can do fantasy, but kind of grounded in rules, in real rules of like this is how this world works. Mm-hmm. You know what film does that really well? inception because no. they go into dreams inception no but it's i'm not even funny. i know i know i know i know <laughs> but i love and that I, it, it I, keeps I, going back uh, it's, it's natural it comes back yeah. the film anyways uh in that film i never question stuff like i'm not like huh how does they just ground it so well and like you're saying like either through exposition or somehow them talking or just maybe spending more time in the in that uh, portal world is like I would like it because right now if I was to watch this film I would enjoy it but I would be like hmm why is that a thing though why is the portal all of a sudden and people don't age and I don't understand that like they didn't try to I would feel like the writers didn't try to really ground the the mm. rules of this world and mm. that's something I wish we could have done right um, but that again goes back to wish we had more time and again yeah. it goes back to it's a first draft it's a first draft I'm sure no one spent 10 years it on is, Inception it is within the parameters we had have created yeah. for ourselves um <laughs> i was really surprised at how brooch was spelled brooch never <laughs> never wrote that word b-r-o-o-c-h yeah yes. it's, it's not and, spelled how it's pronounced and we'd be remiss if we did not bring up the uh they well they say that that uh good artists borrow and great artists steal and i stole the shit out of the shutter and that last line if you if you were listening uh astutely earlier um yeah we kind of <laughs> yanked that last line um but yeah 
Uh, the next little, we're almost done the recap here, but when, I mean, when did it come together for you? When was it like during the blue sky part where you're like, we got something? Yeah, it was, uh, it was the medieval times portal thing. Like, I think we got, that was the first thing. That was a great thing. Yeah. Right away. Yeah. I think it was the shortest blue sky ever. Yeah. Yeah. Cause during the prompt, I'm like, I had, I got this inkling of like, what if it's at medieval times and it's at the ends of portal. Mm -hmm. And I remember, remember thinking that, oh, it's going to be a fun thing. I'm going to pitch to you. We're probably not going to use this. But we both kind of got really excited right away with the idea of like, it's almost like, how do you not do that? Mm-hmm. It's it's the, the fucking prompt is medieval times. And why would you not use the restaurant? And it just felt so yeah, obvious. Just, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Those are the best. For right? better, for worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked it. Well, no, I don't mean obvious like on the nose, but even like, you know, when like you're writing, they say like, if you're writing and it's coming out like, uh, just like fluidly, it's just coming out of you, like and you're just writing and writing. That's when you should write. But when it feels like too much, like you're pulling teeth, you should probably take a break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one sure. during Blue Sky, it was like we didn't stop. We yeah, just it was flow. Grew yeah, on it. Yeah, flowed pretty well. Um, who and then you, lastly, who who would you cast? I'm gonna ask you first because I'm fuck because you have to think about it. I may or may not um, have a joke one. I already I already know. Yeah, but it's like a joke one. Oh. Um, hoping you do a serious one. Uh, sorry, I don't know why I keep doing that. I, I'm a little fidgety. Um, when Jay, I, only because I used it as a reference, I was gonna say Jason Bateman. Okay, yeah, yeah. I could see that. I mean, I, I don't think he's like the best best choice, but in my head right now, it's Jason Bateman, uh, or Will Arnett. I could even see Will Arnett because oh, Will Arnett because he could play the dickish, creepy, creepy like, guy, yeah, and then dude, yeah. when he gets older, he's like, I could really see Will Arnett being someone who wants to stay youthful. Honestly, changing it. First option is Will Arnett. Actually. Okay, yeah, yeah. Cool. And I don't know about the daughter. I haven't because uh, uh, I'm gonna go back to her name. What's her name? <laughs> when i chose last time the, i'm not i don't even have one for her i don't like I, there's because there's three people in there and i just fair and like they're all like side characters i yeah, guess so we, we'll, but yeah we'll skip revisit that revisit yeah. but imagine uh ken marino as that guy oh my god like, well, what do you well, what do you mean and like him being like a, a lechy dude like it would just be so weird oh, dude, i love funny. that yeah like but he would probably do a really good like i bet you he can play fucking super, yeah oh. super serious which again i think it's well that's like the will Arnett choice i said because it's a comedy actor doing it but yeah. i would rather watch ken marino explain to people who may not because he's oh, not ken marino's popular. uh in uh currently party down uh he was in role Wonderlust, models role models what, part of that whole david wayne the state uh, sketch comedy he's so good he's he's, he's amazing um cool right, i think sweet. we covered the recap and i'm pretty happy me too all right well thanks for listening and uh yeah catch you next time let's all go to medieval times together i actually am craving medieval times you chicken. want that half chicken i want that half chicken and and, and the what's the stein of pepsi and the stein of pepsi mm. life is like a stein of pepsi go you, on you can only get it at medieval times <laughs> the blue sky podcast is produced by adil shamsi and john o'hunter edited by justin stevenson and this voiceover recorded by kevin brown if you have an idea for a prompt email us at the blue sky podcast at gmail.com or dm us at the blue sky podcast on instagram 